Welcome, friends, to the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour with your hosts, Sig Bisley and Colt Mauser. Before we get started, please be sure to like this video and subscribe for more content just like this. Now, let the animation appreciation commence. Okay, so last week I read the Gyo manga. And it is a goddamn shame how hard they fucked that up when they right? <laughs> turned it into a movie. Right, told you. Oh, man. They chopped it up so weird. Anyway, so I want to get revisit that for a few minutes. Um, another thing, another, like, by all accounts, really good manga that they chopped up into a weird, forgettable movie was King of Thorn. So we're going to talk. King of Thorn at least makes more sense to me, and we'll get into it. But it's at least a six-volume manga that they crammed into a movie. So weird shit was bound to happen. Yeah. But they still made some questionable choices. Yep. So we'll do our little review of that. We got whatever I watched this week. Plus, we'll talk about the new episode of Primal for a while. Fuck yes. Not. And before any of that, as usual, the news. The news. All right. I'm going to start with some boring, perhaps super predictable news. That's the best kind. Um, so I don't, any, I don't want any excitement. They've just announced that Disgaea Seven is going to be coming out January twenty sixth of twenty twenty three on the PS five, PS four, and the Switch. Those are fun. Um, that's the Japanese release, mind you. So if you are not keen on Moon Runes, I'm not sure if you'll get like an Asian release simultaneously that'll have English, or if you'll have to wait the six months or so. So it usually takes for, uh, you know. Not NIS to release that shit over here in the U.S. or in the West in general. Um, but unsurprising because Disgaea games make enough money. I've played them. I could see why they're well-loved. I just, I don't know. They're just, uh, they're not for me. <laughs> like, I love tactics games like that. I even like those games, but there's there's almost too much to do. There's almost too much bullshit going on. <laughs> but uh, I know a lot of people really love them, and, and I, I can see it. I understand why. They just, my brain doesn't click with them very well. But uh, I'm sure people are excited. Someone out there is excited. Sky 7 coming your way. Early 2023. Look forward to that shit. And in related news, if you are looking forward to that shit and you're like, man, I want to play that in the sexiest console I could possibly get. Well, I mean, I would say you probably don't need to because the graphics don't do that in Disgaea. But <laughs> right. if that's really what you're looking for, well, you're going to need a PS5 and... uh those aren't the easiest things to find, although I will say now if if you are in a region that has um, the ability to track the stock of certain um, stockists, if you will, like at Best Buy in the U.S., it's become a lot easier because they don't list them online at all, so your average normie ain't going to find it. And if you know how to do a little Googling, you can actually find the thing in stock before anybody really knows about it in and get a hold of it. So it's gotten easier. Regardless, it may have gotten easier, but it, it ain't going to get cheaper. Matter of fact, it's going to get more expensive. So uh, in a bunch of regions, it's going up. Price is going up. So the price point typically is 500 US dollars with a disk drive in it. With the It's a HD 4K um, Blu-ray player, right? Yeah. And a decent one, too, whereas the Xbox one is... Eh, eh. <laughs> It's not the best. Yeah. Um, or there's a digital edition where obviously no disk drive player, so you got to buy everything digitally. I I know this is wrong. I buy everything digitally anyway, just because I'm sick of having to 
get up and change things. It's kind of pain in the ass. And, you know, I, yeah, I get it. Like, the shit goes down or something gets bad or they deperson you in the f- future. You may lose access to your games. I get that. I understand. But I will say, like, Xbox especially. Now, when I got a new Xbox, and I hadn't had one in years. I hadn't checked my Xbox account like seven years when I got a Series X. It had all my old games on it that I had gotten back in the day. Fair enough. My old stuff. Still able to, I can still play Symphony of the Night, baby. <coughs> Realistically... If the shit goes down, you're going to have way bigger problems. Exactly. Well, I mean, most of those games, don't you have to, like, you need internet You need online access, servers. Like, you need yeah. all sorts of stuff. Like, to me, your your apocalypse machine is any little Raspberry Pi or anything else that has a bunch of old-timey games on it. Because, you know, if you're cranking up uh, your solar panels to get some power to play some video games well, in the so apocalypse, the shit goes down, that's what you're going to need. We're just having our five-day Warhammer tournament, and that's it. Forever. Get Nothing you. ever again. <laughs> Get your tiny men out and do battle. Make it happen. I'm painting rocks. These are my new troops. <laughs> That's really what it would end up like. Oh, yeah. You just, like, bastardize the rules and just use, like, oh, you know what? Oh, did you ever see that guy that, um, ah, what the, I forget his name, but he makes these, like, tiny little, like, figurines out of like twigs and sticks and no but that's and cool shit. that's totally what you'd be doing like oh, making yeah. little twig men to fight what's that again that sir is a chaos lord and he has come to murder you he's a terminator armor can't you tell it's <laughs> like a big stick with some stuff to it. look at him he's got an acorn it's terminator armor <laughs> look at the size of that stick oh my god anyway so prices are going up so the like i said price paints were like five four hundred five hundred um, for Guess the, what? the two editions, China don't work no more. Yeah, well, a lot of people don't. So, not that they were that in every region. A lot of times they're just like the same price, but in whatever your regional currency is. So, uh, unless you're in like the UK, then life was suffering. So, or God, God forbid, Australia. So in Europe, it's going up fifty euro, and probably because the euro is worth less than the dollar at this point, it's going up in Japan. Um, from 54,000 yen, 55,000 yen really, to 60,000 yen. Jesus. Yeah, which is, you know, five fifty, six hundred bucks. So it's going up in China. It's going up in the UK to 479, to 480, 480 pounds for the disk drive edition. That's a lot of money. That's like a good 600 bucks. Yeah. Um, Australia, like, Australia was bad enough already. It was already 800 Australian dollar dues. <laughs> Or, or it was seven hundred fifty Australian dollar dues. Now it's gonna be eight hundred Australian dollar dues. Holy dues. shit! Yeah, Mexico. Like Mexicans got the money for this. Oh, I suppose the cartels it's can like get 10, it. Ten thousand pesos. Fourteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine. That was close. Um, and even Canada, Canada with its weak ass currency, it's going from six thirty to six fifty. So, damn. Yeah, it is not going up in the U.S. You will notice. So. No I don't know. The, people, the U.S. dollar is not doing great. Inflation's bad. But if you look at its power against other currencies across the world, despite a lot of other things going on. Not terrible. It's actually not doing terrible. It's kind oh, of Oh, man, disturbing. we are punishing the euro. Uh, the euro is sinking suck real it, quick. Suck it, the euro. Your fucking day is over. That's the circle of life, man. Giant fucking monopoly dollars. First you get the sanctions. Then you cry. Then you have no heat. Then, <laughs> then you then there's acceptance, and then you pay in rubles. That's basically how that works. <laughs> uh, I laugh, but it's true. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Anyway, not a political podcast. <laughs> we're gonna move on to something else that could be spicy if we were a political podcast, uh, but not spicy at all because this is just something Japan's done for forever. So 
They have gender bent my boy, Terry Bogard, from uh, King of the Fighters. King of the Fighters, classic. He's the guy. And Fatal Fury. Fatal Fury is the one I was thinking of. Um, you know, he, he's your boy with the red jacket and the hat. Hell yeah. And the jeans. Um, but they're, they're doing a Bishojo figure, so. You know, no sexy men, Bishojo figures, Bishonin, Bishonin fixture, figures. I guess that's what it would be. Um, yeah. Instead, it's Bishojo. Uh, my girl now is she thick boy. Nobody cares about gender bending when you make them super hot. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she thick. That's the opposite of a she problem. looking. <laughs> she looking real good. Um, Bishojo. I am not a fan of dirty figures. I do not own a dirty figure. I have a Jubei Chan. Like a little statue. I have I don't a think couple that, really counts. that just happen to be dirty. Like, that's not why I bought them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's not why I bought, I'm a man of taste, <laughs> sir. Um, that's what I tell people anyway. But the shoujo figures, man, that whole line, Kotobukaya does them. They're the one thing that makes me want to be like the most degenerate Bishojo dirty figure collector. Because fuckers can sculpt. The designs are freaking awesome. Um, oh, a lot of them are done by what's his face. What is his name? The guy, he does all that. It's almost bomber-looking artwork uh, for Japan. You're never going to remember his name. I don't know why I would even think for half a second you could remember his name. Because um, Junji Ito is in my brain, and I'm not remembering his name. The only person I know that does that weird art style is like uh, Range Murata. Range Murata does good stuff. Uh, it might have been Range Murata. I don't know that he sculpts, though. I've never, I just know he does like does that kind of style design work. Yeah, old, yeah. Oldie, old-timey, like, it's not even steampunk, no. but it's kind of steampunk. Got it. Ranger Murata did the next episode, Shunya Yamashita. Ah, yeah. Yamashita, he's yep. the other guy. Look him up if you want some hype designs, but uh, you look up Ranger Murata, too. He does awesome stuff. Ron Game Murata, Ranger Murata, he does awesome stuff, too. He's, like, more our generation. He was, like, early 2000s, you know. I don't I God, he hasn't done designs for anything like forever. It was just... uh fuck was that show uh, last exile last exile last we- exile is fucking awesome still one of my favorite shows oh yeah do yourself a favor and go watch it what if you're actually yeah, i was gonna say if you're accidentally watching the terrible sequel turn it off the and sequel, forget like, it ever existed bummed me out fantastically because it was just like yeah the main characters from the old one are like one's in a wheelchair one's for crippled no for no reason and like ah oh, the main character was just this whiny girl it was like oh, it was awful. terrible it was just terribly put together and it made no sense the original and they could have done so much cool stuff after that. The revelation at the end of the original, which was so cool. Man, it makes me it. want. I gotta rewatch it now. I gotta see if it's on Blu-ray because that that show was pretty. Yeah, back I've in got the, the DVD pack. I don't. Yeah, I do like, too. I never even looked. It's been so long. Anyway, you want some dirty, sexy figures? Get your Bishojo figures. They will make you buy dirty, sexy figures. They look so good. Because my boy, uh, now my girl, I suppose, um, Terry Bogard, pretty fine. Let me tell you. Tell everybody you buy them for the quality. Yeah, like I said, a man of culture. Anyway, moving on. So this is just a cool project um, that uh, the Association of Japanese Animations is working on. Um, it's called Anime Tyson. Tyson with the Z, not the S. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to catalog pretty much every anime in existence. Wow, that'd be convenient. And make a database. I mean, you can find a lot of stuff online, but an actual, more definitive, well-researched database going back to 1917. God, that would make my life so much easier. Where I'm just like looking up random stuff to do. Going back to 1917. That's pretty damn I'm sure cool. Like just weird old manga from back then. Well, I, mean, I I think it's just anime for now, but that's pretty damn cool. Um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I see that weird. It's stuff only in Japanese. That, was like, that like post World War One yeah. uh, stuff that was wild. Oh yeah, but I didn't know they did stuff like that way before. back. That's yeah, crazy. I mean, look, it's it, it's only in Japanese for now. So again, you got to understand Moon Runes. But if you do not, um, you know, I'm sure someone will. Yeah, definitely. Translate this, or they'll just machine translate it or whatever. But uh, very cool. Just a very cool thing to do. And, uh, you know, I'm glad they're doing it. So, you know, go check that out if you uh, are inclined and can read them moon runes. Or you just can't read them and you just want to look at, you know, bird head, bird head, <laughs> guy doing crazy pose, <laughs> eye of Ra. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Japan. Sorry to make fun of your stupid writing system. It's stupid. Bad. Letters, letters. We've had them for thousands of years. Figure it out. Uh, it's one of those things. Like I, China was pushing to switch over, but then they yeah, we're going to trying to go to opinion. Well, maybe the only good thing the communists tried to do. I get that you can convey more information more quickly with characters, so I'm not completely shitting on them. I yeah. understand, but it's just uh, less versatile. Not way less versatile. Plus, they have two syllabaries. They can't have letters. No, 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 no. Syllabaries, and they got two different ones. Like it looks slightly different. There's 46 fucking characters in each. Damn it, Japan. Stop making we'll talk about we'll talk more about Japanese xenophobia a little bit later. <laughs> All right, so Sakurai, Masahiro Sakurai, who's huge. The so he's big. The, he's the Smash Brothers guy, right? Um, put out a YouTube channel just talking about games. Um, He's got like 200,000 subscribers within like 24 hours. <laughs> Man blew the hell up. Not which, surprised at all. Of course he did, right? Like, I mean, I, who wouldn't want to hear a guy like that talk about, you know, how do you make games and oh, yeah, his like thoughts and that kind of stuff. It's really cool. Man. Um, yeah, there's an English version of it, too. So go check it out. I mean, if you're into Nintendo stuff, you're into Smash Brothers or just game design, things like that in general, and you want to get a feel, it'd be pretty cool. Definitely. Hidetaka Miyazaki is not done one yet, so all you psychopaths that want to make more Souls-like games, sorry. Anyway, moving on. Moving on to what I was talking about before, Japanese xenophobia after our brief. It's the best. Sakurai interlude. Sakurai's so wholesome, you know. Um, so... Uh, so Japan, with their ridiculous easing of restrictions, now now they're going to let individual tourists come in, but only if they go through travel agencies, right? That's so weird. It is clear at this point that Japan is just... Ex- There's like the faction in Japan that's super xenophobic and doesn't want stupid, dirty gaijin in their country. And there's the other faction of people that need that sweet, sweet gaijin cash. Yeah. And and the, the gaijin cash faction is winning out slowly. But it's going to take a while. As we've said before a hundred times on this podcast, living in a touristy area, I 100% I get it. I get it. But I also don't want my touristy area to become a bombed out and depleted (laughs) crap hole because nobody's around anymore. We only get tourists in the summer. Yeah. Not in the winter. So you get like the fall and the winter to enjoy. And then like the end of spring, they all start rolling in and. Yeah, and Japan is not a super touristy place in the winter either. I mean, no. it is, but not as much in Tokyo. I mean, they listen, they, they're going to get tourists. They're they're big, but nobody goes anywhere in the winter. It's not the same, exactly. You know, well, they go warmer places in the winter. Right? Yeah. They go to places where it is in winter. 
Um, so anyway, that's that's the latest update on Japan's reopening nonsense. I, you know, this is the thing. By next tour season, it'll probably be all back to mostly normal. I wouldn't imagine. You can only weather that for so long. No, their tourist industry is dying, like, very badly. They need people. And it's just all silly anyway because the same strains of this this thing that will be unnamed for today, um, they're everywhere, so it doesn't even make any sense. It's not like the super deadly evil version is in other countries and not in Japan. It's all the yeah, same shit pretty everywhere. Much spread out so everywhere. It doesn't even make any sense at this point. It might mutate a little you can ar- You can have arguments still, if you would like, for internal restrictions. I, I'm not, you know, that's not, we're not going to talk about that. But you can have those arguments, but I just don't see any argument for international travel at this point. It's It's way, 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 way too late. Way too late. Moving on. So, ah, and yet another thing that's going to get ruined by the West. Um, Hollywood is going to do a live action series based on the Paprika novel. That's weird. So Paprika, which um, uh, inspired the film by Satoshi Kon. Yep. Which is, you know, well, a pretty well-regarded anime, right? Yeah. Um, and Satoshi Kon was a very like whether you liked his work or not. I mean, he's very very talented, right? Um, the person who's the executive producer on this, you know, what else they did Birds of Prey. <laughs> That's even worse than I thought. How does that person have a job? There is no chance this is going to be anything but absolute dog shit. Oh God, I hope all the women are wearing trash bags again. That'd be so amazing. Yeah, Amazon's doing it. So Amazon is schizo. And right now, it's Amazon either the best or the worst. Yeah, it's like so funny. they either have like series. So they have there are three things going on. In Amazon, most of their uh, reality TV type stuff is fine. Like they do if you like that kind of thing. If you like that kind of thing, right? You get Clarkson's Farm and all that James May stuff, yeah. and all that stuff is fine. Like if you're into that kind of thing, it's all That's well they done. Produce, it's fine. Like they just throw money at it. Fair enough, but it's not just that. Like, it's fine. Then there's the woke stuff, right? There's the rings of power. There's... um, The rings of feminism. Wheel of time, right? And this stuff is just not... It's landing like a wet fart. It's so funny. People were, like, super into wheel of time at first. Then all of a sudden, it's just like... Crash You see the same people just like, oh, 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 no. And let's be clear. Wheel of time time sucked. Wheel of time was kind of a feminist nightmare to begin with, so... Yeah, it I read almost like didn't a even matter. Of books. I was just like, man, I hate all these people. <laughs> and then there's the side of Amazon that does things like Reacher and Jack Ryan and Terminalist that is actually really well done and really good. Yeah, like hands off, no bullshit. So they're very schizo. And then their animated stuff is mostly good too, right? Like, oh, and then the bo- there's something like the boys that's kind of in between, but it's more on the competent side, I'd say. It's got some yeah. problems, but. And then, like, the animated stuff has been pretty good. Like, Invincible, yeah, of course, there's that little bit. But Invincible was very good. Um, what was the other animated thing they just did? Ah, I don't remember. Did they do Vox Machina? That was terrible. A lot of people like that, but that was terrible. Uh, I don't know. But regardless. People told me I need to watch past the first episode, but I just don't care about it. Never happening. <laughs> never <laughs> happening. Those characters are the worst. I hate them immediately. And it's one of those things. If I was on a desert island and there was nothing else to watch, I would probably watch an extra episode, but it's just. No. The the dialogue was so fucking cringy and like. No. It was just. Ugh. Give me. Give me. Give me the Chad meme with the blonde hair. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Not worth my time at all. Anyway. Um, paprika. Sorry if you're a fan. 
I don't think this is going to be any damn good. R.I.P. Paprika. Um, you can hold out that sliver of hope that somehow it sneaks through, but oh um, boy. Listen, birds of prey. That's all I have to say. Yeah, that's that's when I saw I was like, because just Amazon doing it, I've been like, mm, it might be all right. You know what I mean? They might be able to pull something out there. Cause, I find it fascinating that that person still has any kind of job prospects. It's like kind of amazing, actually. It's yeah, terrible. There's a lot of failing upward that's happened in Hollywood since forever. That's egregious, though. Like, that movie, like, made negative money. Yeah. And negative money is losing money. Don't get me started. And if it's it says Birds of Prey, I didn't go and look up to see if it's a TV series. If it was the TV series, it doesn't matter. It's still garbage. Uh, I think the TV series is probably less garbage, just because it's old. Yeah, but it's still garbage. Anyway, so speaking of uh, Western adaptations, so... um. Yeah, someone apparently was cleaning out their closet. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I mean that as more of a joke, but uh, apparently there was a live-action Sailor Moon adaptation that they did a pilot for. I heard about that, yeah. And it has surfaced, and you can now watch that shit on YouTube. The full pilot. I heard it's hilarious. I'm sure it is absolutely ridiculous. So Saban did it. I'm sure it's madness. Um, I, I haven't watched it. Um, is that I'm, YouTube? It's on YouTube. Uh, I'm just gonna watch it tomorrow. Very curious, very curious. But I, I got to bring it up because it's out there. And if you're interested in Sailor Moon, um, there's a crazy ass adaptation of Sailor Moon. It's live action too, which is freaking crazy. It's got to at least be funny. I can't see how it's not funny. Yeah. I'd watch that before I watch Birds of Prey. Let's put it that way. I'm sure it's Power Rangers style. You know what I mean? Just cheesy. I would hope so. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, if you have any interest, go check that out. Tuxedo mask action. If you're bored, look that up on the YouTubes. Uh, Anyway. The Y-Tubs. That's all I got, man. News is over. That's the news. Uh, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer, they finally assembled all the Beast Knights. The crew is assembled. Yeah, well, a lot of them are dead, which is kind of funny. Well, man, that's not very assembled. Well, that's all you get. You get 12, and if, like, three die, then you're down to nine. Some Fire Emblem bullshit. (laughs) I guess they get reincarnated, but just not that fast. Yeah, man, we can put three babies on my team. What the fuck am I going to do with three babies? That's what I'm saying. They can help. doesn't work. It's the super babies. Shit. Uh, I think you get chosen when you're, like, older. So, I mean... You know. Well, does someone else take the mantle, or are they reincarnated? No, they take the mantle. Sorry, I said reincarnated. That's not really what I meant. Got you. Okay, like, so eventually... I thought it was like an Attack on Titan rules, where if like someone dies with it, you're just like, oh, God, some other baby's going to be born somewhere. you got to wait. No, nah, like, the out. animal will eventually choose another knight. But I think you have to wait till like, the next final battle, like, whenever that fucking wizard does some other shit. I see. I, I don't know how it works. They don't really explain it. Like maybe it's balanced. Maybe they expect you to lose a few, and then you know you'd be fine. Well, you got fucking twelve of them. Jesus, there's only one fucking super mage with a giant hammer. Like, come on. Yeah, man, but it's a freaking super mage. I guess. I want overwhelming odds. Anyway, Yuhi like went insane because like he was sick of getting his ass kicked, and one of the girl knights, the like snake knight, was about to die, so he like saved her. And it's funny because, like, the character, like, you get a wish 
That's like your reward for doing this shit. Yep. Like you get any wish granted. So like Yuhi like used his wish to save his grandfather, even though he hated his grandfather. There's a lot of character growth in this, like yep. immediately. But then the knight who died a few episodes ago, who shall remain nameless just because I don't want to super spoil it. Yep. Um, his last wish was apparently to make give Yuhi all his fucking kung fu power. But the rub is he can't do it while he's being evil. Like, it only works when he's being, like, an actual hero. Yep. So, like, his evil plan to, like, fuck them all over at the end is going to be screwed because he's not going to have any of his kung fu. And he's, like, he actually likes a lot of them. And he's, like, enjoying his life now, like, doing stuff with these people. So he's, sure. like, you know, it's like that. It's constantly chipping Character away. growth. Yeah, exactly. It's constantly chipping away that he probably doesn't want to blow up the earth yep. now. But he's already sworn fealty to the princess. And that's, like, still their plan. So, a right, good episode. That's, like, a really – that show is, like, intense. And they do everything, like – it's just thick. A lot of characters, a lot of character growth. Thick boy. Yeah, it's a thick boy. And, you know, it's just – you get – I can see why everybody – I mean, I read the manga, like, years and years ago. But I can see why everybody got super, super into it. Like, I remember when I read it, it was just, like, a couple days. I just pounded through it because, like, you got to know, you got to know, you got to know. You get, like, really invested in the characters. Yep. So – Anyway, good episode. Um, Call the Night. Ah, oh, this show is so wacky and good. Apparently, there's like a million. I shouldn't say a million, but there's like a ton of female vampires. They're just in this like, this is like female vampire clique, and they kidnap Ko because like they want it. Like Nizuna apparently hates them and doesn't want to be in their like clicky vampire club. Yep. And she's like a weirdo. Like apparently, she doesn't make offspring ever. She's like an offspring version. She has no, like, chuds hanging around, chud vampires <laughs> sure. hanging around. And they, like, so they kidnap Ko, and they're like, ah, uh, you know too much. Like, she's not going to, we don't think she's going to turn you, so now we got to kill you, or you have to let one of us turn you. And he's like, nah, wait for Nizuna. And he's like, you don't get it. She's a weirdo. She's never going to turn you. And he's like, she, she basically said she would turn me if, you know, that's, like, on me. Like, I have to fall in love with her, yep. and then whatever. Anyway, it's kind of interesting because all the female vampires are super hot and they can, like, ensnare, like, humans wicked easily. Yep. And it's, like, they describe it as, like, an evolutionary thing where, like... Dad, they've done that before. Yeah, like... That's I been used for vampire shit before in Japan. That is not new. I haven't particularly heard that one before. It's, like, a really good explanation because over, like, Western stuff is just, like, no, sparkles forever for no reason. Yeah. Right? But anyway, it was interesting. No, that might have been blood. No, it wasn't blood. Obviously, it wasn't blood. I've heard that before. I can't remember what it was in. Uh, it's too good to not use, uh, right? So I'm, I'm sure like people have thought I'm like seeing before. glimpses of the anime in my head. I just can't remember what the hell yeah, it was. Yeah, it's like an ugly vampire is not going to be able to like get blood as easily and like sure. sire more vampires as easily. Anyway, interesting little take. Anyway, Nizuta gets super pissed and there's fighting and you know there's action in the episode. Anyway, it's a good episode. Okay. So, so, trucking along. Still my winner from this season. Um, it did not disappoint like every other show I've thought was going to be really good so far. It's like the one example of like, I didn't get too hot on it, but I'm like, I think this is probably going to be my favorite from this season. Well, but so far, living To be to the it. cynic. <laughs> Reserve <laughs> judgment till the end. Oh, yeah, no, but I'm just like, we're already seven. You remember... Lady of Snow and Vengeance, or whatever the hell that show was. <laughs> I don't know. That was never that good, though. 
You know what I mean? It was good for like three episodes. Yeah, it, it lost me early on. This I think would have lost me. Yeah, already. I'm just saying because it's one of those shows. That's you never know. Really... There's been sh- there's been plenty of shows that have like completely shit their pants. This the last is one episode. of those Monogatari type shows, as I've said a hundred times, because it's yeah. the closest thing to it. That's kind of about nothing. Isn't Nisio Eason involved? Like, yeah, it's the same director. Yeah, I believe. So all I'm saying is it's that same style where it's kind of about nothing, but the characters are really interesting and like there's funny stuff happening. Anyway, excellent still. Uh, Black Summoner, they basically, he fought the heroes, and it was funny because while he's fighting the heroes, he's just telling them how they should be fighting him because they're, like, bad at it. Yeah. He's like, incorporate this spell into your fucking sword work. Do this, do that. Which was kind of a chuckle. And then eventually, like, the jig is up, and he tells the heroes, like, what was up the whole time. And he was just, like, give him a... Testing them out, seeing yep. how sucky they were. But um, yeah. So that was basically. I mean, it was most of the episode was a fight scene. So I mean, entertaining. And that's it. That's what I caught up on this week. That's it. All right. Yeah. There's not a ton of stuff this season. Summer season's always a little threadbare. Yeah. I just picked my top. Like, Picks up again in the fall. Or whatever. All right. I'm still watching. I'm actually caught up on um. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? But I didn't do the. Yeah, let's do a season. I didn't really. do the first like three seasons. So is I'm it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Oh yeah, sorry. I was it's, <laughs> extra those, words. Goddamn light novels have those ridiculous they like eight hundred word um, titles. We can do a whole season wrap up at the end. Yeah. I just don't like to start on a second season of something unless I've done the first. Yeah, well, you can wrap up the whole damn thing if you want. That's why I never did uh, uh, Dragon Quest. Even though it's like my favorite thing ever. I mean, did you play the video games too? If you took like a giant pot and like boiled down every single anime trope into like the most concentrated form, <laughs> that's Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest. <laughs> so fucking good. Half of them probably originated from there because it's Dragon Quest. Exactly. Been around the block. Anyway, the 2020 version, fucking excellent. Primal Sun. Yeah. Talk about Primal. God. So I went right back to it. So last week we talked about episode four and five. And f- episode five was like the, it was, are they going to go this way? Are they going to do something else? Is this like a mid-season break? What's going on? It was completely different. It was in the 1800s. What's the deal? Um, so no, they went back and picked up the story it from episode four. It was just a four. fun interlude. I would love if yeah. they did more with those characters because that was pretty fun. But I or more interludes it, like that. It seems like it was just a one-off. I'd like if they did different Ones every time. You know what I mean? I don't even care. Do whatever the fuck you want getting Tartakovsky because it's all been good in Primal. Jesus Christ. It's pretty better than good. I mean. Yeah. I got no complaints. It's like top tier shit. So this week. So a couple weeks ago. Well, last week we talked about it, but it was the episode was from a couple weeks ago. The um, Fang and Spear had went and got his special lady out who I don't know. What's her name? Moon probably because <laughs> she's got that moon tattoo. Yeah. Um. And rescued her from that village with all the Vikings riding the bears. They slaughtered the hell out of the entire village. And at the end, the, was village genocide. the like chieftain and his son, his older son, came back, found it, buried people, grieved, and then went on their vengeance quest. Well, man, it picks up right there. Like they're, you know, Fang and Spear are escaping on the boat. Um, 
Moon Girl is you know healing them. She's got like com uh, not compost. That's you don't put compost on wounds. So do that like clay. Uh, what is it? compound? Whatever it is, right on the wounds, mud and clay and whatever. Clean up the wounds, all that good stuff. Pull There's all like the eight, arrow- pull that, all the arrows out of fan. The eight thousand arrows, and then um, they get attacked. They get attacked by the the chieftain and his older son. They come on the boat and they got their boat and they're ramming them. They're trying to take them out and eventually they get fought off. Right, um, you know, kid goes in the water. the The chieftain's got to go in the water to get his kid out, and you know they get separated again. So, um, Fang and Spear and the Moon Chick go to the go to the shore. Turns out Fang is very pregnant with Dino eggs, and which is a hilarious, like t- weird turn. <laughs> yeah, and then lays a bunch of Dino eggs. It has um, to defend them. It has to def- has to defend them, and has to defend them from because a lot of stuff happens in this episode from the chieftain and the son who come back riding ridiculous giant uh, vultures. They catch her, yeah, some giant vultures or birds or whatever, like giant, like the size of the freaking dinosaur birds. Yeah, easily. And uh, they're riding them, and there's a whole battle on the ground. There's a battle in the air. They both. Both the chieftain and the older son take tumbles. One ends up a lot worse than the other. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's a there's a little interlude in the middle there where there's definitely some demonic shit about to happen. Oh yeah. Because there's definitely a demon creeping on the chieftain's dreams, and after what happens, there's going to be some demon summoning for sure. It's not going to go well. There's definitely some uh, 40k going on here. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's going to be amazing. Some old school demon shit. So yeah, it's man, I can't say enough about it. It's still great. I get yeah. no complaints. I wonder what they're going to do with the dino eggs. It's just kind of hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. Is that like a... Is it now a whole family they're going to have? Does the dinosaur not... Uh, what are they going to do? Are they are they there just to get killed by the demon to have more... More vengeance. But I mean, that uh, that cycle of violence. But they've already kind of done that because they already killed the dino's kids. So it's like... Imagine I don't if know. they just had like four dinosaurs... Can you imagine the fucking, right. the fucking carnage? Good lord. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because I imagine they grow pretty fast. I, it looks like it's setting up for more of a ramp up for next season, if they do a next season, for next season, right? Yeah. Like, either ri- setting up to ride off into the sunset or setting it up for, like, doing something different and doing something bigger in scope, which Well, it makes sense, feels good. too, because um, if Spear has Moon Lady, you know. Yeah, Dino's got to have some kids. Yeah, sure. exactly. You know, just kind of like balances it out, I think, a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, excellent, excellent episode. Still with mostly visual storytelling. Even the even the talking is a language you can't understand. And it's like, we're, it's not sentences, it's words. It's a couple words. Yeah, it's like Conan levels of dialogue, and then it's in a language you don't even understand anyway, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. It's like weird proto like norse whatever so yeah primal still can't recommend it highly enough like just go watch that shit I just, go watch it's it one right of the now. few things i can't wait for the episode to come out every week yeah it's phenomenal absolutely phenomenal and i never thought it would come back so it's like a double i'm always surprised and i'm always happy i bet it doesn't cost a ton to make i mean the animation's good but it's that wacky it, to me style, it's like, it's more bespoke it probably costs more than you think to make. Yeah, everything does. But it's like venture where it was more bespoke. Yeah, it's just a. It's definitely a much smaller crew of people that work on. Oh it. yeah, I'm sure it's only so like a few. That's why it probably takes more time. Yeah, now gladly wait. Yep. Anyway, moving on. Moving on for primal, although I don't want to because it's the greatest. 
let's talk a little bit. So we're going to talk about King of Thorn, um, which neither of us have read the manga. And I was looking up to see if I can get the manga, but it's it looks like it's out of print right now, at least in the in the West. So I I don't know. I, one of these is I have to just get a bigger e-reader so I can do manga too, I suppose, because. If this is going to start being a problem, that's what I'm going to have to do. Yeah, it's cheaper too if you want to read volume. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I think it was. I think you could still buy it electronically, and I'd be happy to give the publisher the money. Like I'm not looking to sail the high seas if I don't have to. But like, if I literally can't get it anywhere, what the hell else you want me to do? So apparently, it was pretty big. I think it won some awards back in the day, um, back in like 2009 ish. No, 2002, 2005. I think it came over here around 2009. Yeah. Um, and and the movie was from 2009. So, we won't get into King of Thorn yet, but it's an it's something where the adaptation was kind of a mess, and, and we'll contrast it a little bit. I think with Spriggan. Um, first, you want to talk about Gyo since I had read it last week, you hadn't. Now you've read it. So, what are what are some of your thoughts? Because I gave my thoughts last week. Um, basically, the manga was ten thousand times better. Like it's just amazingly better. It flowed so much better. It made more sense. It works way better as an acid trip, doesn't it? Yes, it does. I, uh, making her the main character, like, I don't hate it, but it just it made no sense. Well, it, and you had to do so much work if to they like, had, spread that story out. Well, it, what made no sense wasn't just, like, if they had literally just swapped the characters, you could have made that work. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not saying it would have been good. It would have been dumb. But, but, like, why'd they make Tadashi, like, a weird music like recording producer no idea it was like sir not appearing this film barely in it and it was like kind of pointless that he even was there and why'd they like, split up all this stuff with a bunch of other extraneous characters yeah like those two chicks were annoying like that was well the one dumb. fell in the pit and had the weird acid trip walk and then the other dude the photographer is the one who finds the circus it's like why did you split this up yeah it makes no sense it, it was such no a sense. cool like tight story in the other one and, and like not having the professor in it barely at all made no sense. Made no sense. The, having the professor more to explain shit and to go off the rails was great. And then the the sexy assistant was just there to be there. That was your other character. Yeah, and she did some stuff where like um, she showed Tadashi. She was necessary body, for the plot stuff to like exist. That. Yeah. She was necessary she was for the plot, plot to happen. Device. Yeah, she was at least a plot device. <laughs> Sneeze some more. Do it. Do it. God damn it. Hey, only two. That's like a record. It's good radio right there. I these like 12 fucking times. Anyway, it's that goddamn cat. He's running around. I can see dander everywhere. Yeah, that's what you get. Anyway, as I was saying, you need way more Professor. Because he was like a super funny character. And why would they not in the film make the Professor Kaori's... Like no, but uncle. exactly they did because why? It's, it's like it was so disjointed. Why? How they did that. Yeah. Why? Again, you just said what I just said before, basically, right? It's another symptom of that problem where when you don't just completely swap those two characters and swap the relationships so they all work, it just kind of breaks. So you have to do a lot of weird shit that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it seems like they tried really hard to just make it worse. <laughs> yeah, it's just not. <laughs> it was just amazingly silly, it, unnecessary. Like. The whole plane crash scene was unnecessary to make any sense. That's dumb. Like, I don't like know. the whole fish thing, it, it was supposed to be creeping. Like the pace is way better in the manga because it's like slowly, slowly, slowly. Yeah, it's got more of like slowly. a Night of the Living Dead vibe, right? Yeah, yeah, and then it's just like, oh god, and then he falls into that coma, and then he wakes up, and then it's just an acid trip. 
Yeah. And it gets weirder and weirder and weirder. And, and they had great. like all the same major beats, but they just didn't have the same impact. Out. And then they know? break the tension at the end. And then the end had some hope, right? So the end of the anime has no hope because oh, yeah, it's just complete like nihilism. I'm going to get on the boat and that's it and escape. To where? Like, what are we going to do? Nothing. Uncertain, right? The end of the manga is like, hey, you know, he runs into some kids who are like young scientists or whatever, young science club, and they're like, no, man, we're trying to find a cure. Like, we're to, I mean, some of us are immune. We're going to figure yeah, this shit like, out. Yeah, they're college, like, you know, or either... College or university. They're either yeah. university faculty or university students, and they're all... They're immune, like research students. They're but, all immune to it, just like Tadashi is. They're like, oh, we're, you know, we're going to go back to the university. And we're going to figure you know, this shit out. Yeah, just figure it out. And that was at least, like, you know, they had some hope for the future. It was, like, pure shit nihilism, <laughs> like... You know how I hate nihilistic animals. And a better job explaining how it was creeping into the other animals and how it just kept using up more and more They animals. didn't have nearly the explanations that no. they did in the manga. The manga was, like, interesting. They, like, go into the whole, like, um, way more deeply. The history into, of the unit. And, yeah, like, the history yeah. of everything, like, how they made these things and, you know, how they actually worked. It was just, it was way more interesting. I don't know. I was just way more into like it's kind of funny. I wish I had read the manga so, first. So the good news is, the anime is kind of hard to find. The manga, very easy to find it's everywhere. Yeah, I would just read the buy a copy of it. Just spend an hour reading the manga instead of spending an hour and a half watching the movie. Buy a copy of it and hope that this newer adaptation of Junji Ito stuff that they're doing for I think it's Netflix is better than whatever the hell happened here because. Yeah, I think what that was hell? that seemed just like classic, you know, big not big budget, but kind of decent budget anime movie where they just you know they do that. Yeah, to but it didn't. Everything. But it didn't make any sense because typically when they do that to something, it's because they have to compress. Yeah, it but, happens because yeah, but this they was have short. To, like, well, because they either have to compress or expand, right? So either they have to compress something or they have to expand something that's much shorter, and they that's usually where the screw ups happen, right? They do a bad job yeah. of one or the other. That's why the Spriggan movie was good, or OVA or whatever was good, because they just focused on one story yeah, it was from just, the manga. It was literally one volume in One manga, small arc. It. So they didn't have to pad it out too much or do anything crazy. No, nah, like, it was pretty much, you know, I, there was a couple things they changed, but not much. It made a lot more sense, right? They didn't, And they didn't go try to do the whole thing. Like, the series now is going through the manga, and it's, what, six episodes already, and it's probably going to be at least six more. God, I hope so. Yeah, so, so it's you're seeing that, yeah, okay, if it's a six-volume manga, I think that's six volumes too, something like that. You need more you need more time. So that brings me to King of Thorn. And I already talked about this a little bit. So King of Thorn. So the manga, haven't read the manga. I intend to read it. I got to track it down, so it might be a little while. But it sounds so much better <laughs> yeah, than what we watched. So Just how they dealt with certain characters and how they, you know, explanations. Some of the characters are the same. But there's different motivations. There's some additional characters that aren't appearing in the movie that are in the manga. It makes uh, more sense. It's still wacky. It's still, like, fantastical and, you know, yeah. belies belief at times. But the, It kind of has to be. It kind of has to be. But compressed the way it was into that anime, man, it just... Uh, it, it worked at times, and it didn't work at other times. Yeah. Very badly. I don't know. It's and, like it got... It had, like, a good run for a while. You know, yeah. just when they're, like, fighting. there, It was, like, it shit the bed at the end. Because they, like, didn't explain enough, and it didn't make any sense. So you're like, yep. but why? I, I don't get it. They spent too much time building tension early in the beginning, and not enough expi- time explaining things. 
And then they did dirty my boy Marco. I know. Marco is the best character. So, spoilers. Spoilers. We'll just do spoilers because whatever. From what I read about the manga, the man is so badass he told Death to go fuck himself and walked away. <laughs> In the anime, they just kill him off unceremoniously at the end, and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they basically kill everybody off. I mean, it's and it doesn't. They don't do anywhere near enough explaining to explain what the hell's going on. So, what what's going on? So, the the primary character is what Kasumi, I believe, is the sister. Well, is it really Kasumi? There's a whole. Oh my god, that was so confusing don't even and dumb. Shizuku and Kasumi. That made no sense. Like I don't even know what they were getting at. Like, was it her? Was it? Uh when you try to really figure it out, it makes even less. Was sense. Was it her? For like Shizuku, uh, yeah, Shizuku and Kasumi, they're they're twins, um, and they have a backstory, and that was you know that was fine. And what's happening, so the world, there's this virus, right? You find out later it's probably not a virus, but there's this virus going on. It turns people to stone. Like 30 to 60 days to incubate, you show symptoms, then within 24 hours you are turned to stone and you're dead. You're dusted. I mean, not. I don't think you're technically stoned, but you're technically stoned. It doesn't matter. You just like turn to ash or something. Yeah, whatever the hell it is. You lock up. It's whatever. It's called the fucking Medusa virus. The Medusa virus, right? And you find out eventually it came from space. Like, yeah, thanks. I saw the Andromeda strain too. Um. Anyway, the uh, so you have the, this company Venus Venus Group, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh well, you know, we're gonna have this lottery for 160 people, and you come here to our secret castle, and we'll put you in cold sleep for 100 years, and we'll give you treatments, and we'll you know the treatments will get better, and then you know by the time you wake up, certainly everything will be fine, and you'll be cured, and it'll be great. It'll be great. Everything's right. And there's this AI great. system that's gonna manage this. Plus, there's staff on site, but you know if they happen to die, there's still the AI system because everybody trusts AI systems. That's going to end well, and it ends <laughs> is about how you would expect. Um, so that's what it is. You have this, you know, group of wacky characters that goes there, and of course, like all good horror-related things, something goes wrong very quickly. People get woken up early, and then you know the vast majority of people get killed within five minutes of being woken up. So yeah. there's a manageable amount of characters. There's, you know, seven or eight characters. Then there's a mystery to solve. And then there's a mystery to solve. And, and then it follows Kasumi primarily as the the one sister. And she's, you know, she wants to figure out if her other sister's still alive and wants to figure out what's going on. And you got Marco, who's the coolest character. He's a SAS soldier who was um, hiding. You're pretending to be a prisoner who won the lottery so he could just get there and infiltrate the place, but he knows more about what's actually going on. Um, and he's a super badass. Yeah. Yeah, which is, you know, I don't even know if he was technically SAS in the in the original, so th- there's no a lot of stuff that's different. that he was SAS because no. he was clearly American, it so didn't. I, I have no idea. It was weird. Um, you got the, the mother, Catherine Turner. She was like a mother... Who was um, who lost her kids somehow? But they don't really do a good job explaining that. I think they got the virus. Uh, maybe, sure. I mean, that makes the most sense. But who the I, hell knows? I think pretty much everyone there lost family to the. You got Tim, the little kid, yeah, who like knows about all the monsters there because they were in his video game. Um, you got. Uh, I thought they were gonna izakai me for a minute. I was so mad. Right, Ron Portman, <laughs> who's the the cop. Yeah. The token black character, unfortunately. Uh, he goes out in one of the most badass ways possible, though. Like, goddamn, cool. One of the coolest death poses since Bullfight. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, you got another guy there who's, uh, you know, you find out pretty quickly it wasn't actually a cold sleep 
person. He was actually an employee. Yeah, when everybody woke up, he just pretended that he woke up. And then there's this Italian senator who's a blowhard and gets killed in like five seconds. So I don't even know why they've tried to make him a character after the initial part. No. It, it, maybe it made sense in the manga, but in the in the anime, it just it was completely pointless. He was there basically to get killed by a monster, so you could see a monster killing somebody. Yeah. Um, Your job is to die. Yeah. So, you know, come to find out, there's a lot of this is a lot of like, you know, people can imagine things into reality with somehow with this virus. That's when it flew off the it's rails weird. for me. It's like, so it turns people to stone, but some people it allows them to imagine shit into existence. Yeah, and that had something to do with your attitude. These are the kind of things that sound like are explained much, much better in the manga. They barely explain um, any of it. It's just like you get to yeah. the end. It's just an incomprehensible fucking oh, mess. I didn't even mention the guy who runs Venus Gate. You may as well forget about him because he exists for five minutes in this and is mostly pointless. You think he's going to be like a villain or something. And he's just, he's just kind of there to give you some plot exposition and then die. Um, and then try to shoot himself, but then oh, they stop him and then he just gets eaten anyway. And the mother is constantly reciting Sleeping Beauty and the original like dark, like grim yeah. fairy tales or whatever. Sleeping Beauty, right? Like not the Disney-fied version for sure. Disney-fried. Disney-fried. So, um... It's fucking weird. It's weird. So it's very... It is a very, very, very strange um, anime. It just is. Uh, I don't know what the hell they were getting at. I, they did not do a good job compressing it. I think no it was actually foolish to try to compress it into a movie. I think that they... You shouldn't have even bothered. You should have just done a series. A 12-episode series. I don't know if that would have been long enough, but... It would have been way better than like jamming right. all that shit in a movie. Twenty four. There's a lot too of long. backstory between the twins. Like, yep. The one who a you lot. think is the character, like the main character. Is it really? We don't even know who who's who. No, like she tries by to the kill way. herself at one point, so she has like a scar on her because there's a ton of like drama backstory with her and her sister. Yep. It's and their parents pointless. died from the Medusa virus. Yeah, but anyway, she's got a scar on her wrist. But then at the end, like the girl laying there that's supposed to be her sister has the scar. Oh, no spoilers, except it doesn't help you figure out anything. No, it's not a spoiler. Because it doesn't make any sense. It makes no fucking sense. Who's who? Who's on first? But then it's clearly her later. But is it not her? I know fucking idea. I don't even understand. And I don't think the people who like made the movie understand. No, I don't. I'm sure if you read the manga, you will know because they probably explain it way better. Yeah, except. okay, Much like Gio. So. We're kind of rambling because it's just a mess. Um, it's only rambling. Animation's pretty. You can't even explain it. So I'll say the animation's pretty. The CG is mediocre. But the, the CG is 2009. Yeah, so. it's it's mediocre. It was but, big. It was decent for back then. It was decent for back then, but it's mediocre. Um, but otherwise, it's pretty. The designs are good. Um, but it, it is makes clear me to me sad because I just I saw like some screenshots from it. I'm like this is gonna be really fucking good. I right? know. I know. It's clear to me that the manga is far better and far more interesting. Just reading, because again, I haven't read it yet, but reading the reading about it, you know, there's another character they cut out entirely, Zeus, who, you know, his entire thing was because there's dreaming, you know, get a bunch of people together and have them basically dream gods into existence. Why you'd want gods in existence, I don't know, but... That seems like kind of an important thing. That's a do. far more interesting thing to do with it than whatever the hell was going on here, which is basically like one of the sisters is just going psycho and... Now everything's Alice, not Alice in Wonderland. God, it'd be, it'd be better if it was fucking Alice in Wonderland and Sleeping Beauty. Everything's Sleeping Beauty, 
and um, thorns are freaking, you know, Castle of Thorns are everywhere. And the monsters were just from that kid's video game. Yep. And the AI just randomly takes over people to, like, lead them places. Because it, like, brainwashed them. So somehow it can do that. Even yeah. though I think they were asleep for, like, a day. And they never really... You never really get a grasp of, like, what their overall plan was. You don't learn anything else about the outside world. Like, is everybody dead? I mean, because they wake up very quickly. You know, like, a few days later. It's not like they wake up 100 day- years later or a week later. Like, no, it's, like, right after they go to sleep. So you get, like, no update on the outside world, like, really at all. I mean, they escape, but who knows if anybody's still... Well, they don't really escape, like... Maybe one or two of them. I don't even remember, honestly. From the... Yeah, like Thorn Palace. No one escapes. Are they still there at the end? I, the only two people who escape are Kasumi, if it even is Kasumi, or whoever. Yeah. And the kid. Yeah, that's what I mean. Somebody escapes. Yeah. Most of them, yeah, get murked. But, like, the whole world's going to be covered in... Th- it doesn't It doesn't make any damn sense. Oh, there's a giant thorn monster at the end. Oh, Jesus. That. that does nothing. It goes nowhere. A giant thorn... It, the castle turns into basically a giant thorn dragon. It starts flying around for some reason. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't... I can't in good conscience recommend this one. This and that's is, rare for us. This is very much a not recommend. This is just... I recommend tracking down the manga and checking it out based on what I've read. I haven't read it myself yet to say for sure, but... Uh, yeah, this goes very much in the Geo department where the movie kind of wasted a really awesome premise. Geo, I would still recommend because it's not that long and it's an interesting compare and contrast. Yeah. Right? I recommend it as a... read. Definitely read the manga, definitely watch it, and then compare and contrast, right? I it's think interesting Geo, thing it was do. like the general vibe of the whole thing was way more cool and like horror... It just had like a way cooler. Oh, the manga feel it was way it. better. It was way trippier. Like the movie just had like they were just trying to make it like a generic horror movie type. It was of like thing. a slasher film, yeah. not with slashers, but you they know really what I mean. they just tried to make it shitty like western teen slasher. This is just movie. way, way, way more of a mess because it's not just like well they must they must with some characters and they move some parts around like this like. Ah, they conflated a lot of stuff, and it just doesn't even make any goddamn sense anymore. They took a anymore. very, very complicated story, and just they take you know they would need at least twelve episodes, if not more, to really like you know feather it all. And out. apparently, didn't bother to actually simplify it well. You know no, what no, I mean? No. Like you could have cut down on the ideas, cut down on the complexity, cut down on the weirdness with the sisters, and just told a more straightforward story, and it probably would have worked. Uh, they made it seem so sinister. Right? You know what I mean? You definitely got the vibe that like that company was up to something. It was hyper sinister, and they kind of were, but it wasn't nearly like no. sinister enough. They spent so, too much time building up to something that was never a good payoff. Like they they spent too much time hedgehogging the payoff, and the payoff sucked. And don't just make a giant monster at the end that does nothing. Everything fucking does that. It's like so annoying. It was like fucking um, what was that OVA I was talking about a couple weeks ago? Oh, ice. Ice, yeah. They did the same thing. It's like, where did this giant monster come from? Like, what the? Why is? Why do buildings have to turn into like giant monsters? I do not understand that at all. Maybe that's just a Japanese disconnect with me, but like, I don't know. <laughs> when in doubt, giant monster. <laughs> like, yeah. So this is just a. To me, it's just a failed adaptation. Yeah. You know, it's not a. It's not a cool. Like sometimes adaptations like this are cool companion pieces, right? Where. 
they're just a different thing. It's like Escaflone, right? We talk about Escaflone, and again, that's not from a book, but similar idea, right, where the movie kind of boils down the essence of the series but does its own thing, but it's it's cool as a standalone, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And it doesn't ruin the original. Something like the Razafon movie is garbage and should be thrown into the trash because it completely... Because it, un- it undoes everything that was awesome about the series. It undoes bad... You know, it just fucks up the series. This feels the same way, where it's just an adaptation that... It's not even a cool companion piece. It's just a fuck up. Like it's just it's I'm sorry, it's just kind of a fuck up. And just by itself, it doesn't make enough sense by itself. Even if I forget the manga exists and and just say forget about it, it's not good enough to recommend, even on that. It's just not. It's too much of a mess. And it doesn't it's make not, any sense. And it's not interesting or entertaining enough otherwise to make up for it's it. It's not much of a horror thing either. I mean, you know. It's more of an adventure film. It's not really a yeah. horror movie. I everything it, People kept listing it with horror movies. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Nah, it does not feel like it horror was, to me. It was very horrorastic to me. Anyway, I'm it's only, horror is like the Goonies is horror. You know yeah, I mean? right. Uh, anyway, I'm only mad because uh, it looked really good. So totally let down. Yeah, I'm. I'm just sad. Like, well, I'm sad too because it's the kind of thing where I'd love to see an actual adaptation of this into a series because I think it could happen. be very good. Right. Well, yeah, it's Japan. Obviously, it could. Right. If it was yeah. popular enough, they'll go back to that well. Spriggan style, right? Like I never thought that would happen. That came out no, of the field, right? It did. And, and this is the kind of thing where you could do it justice, and it deserves a readaptation if you're going to do that. Um, I'll take a damn re-release so I can at least buy the freaking <laughs> manga. I know. I'd love to read the manga now. It seems yeah, really I'm very good. curious. Uh, I'll I'll see. I didn't go on eBay to see if I can get used copies, but uh, knowing how manga prices are, they're probably a fortune if it's out of print. So oh, I know. I makes try, me. I try to stay away from that. You game. know what this makes me want to go back and do? I never finished reading Monster, and I never watched the anime. I kind of want to go do that. Oh man, it was so good too. I don't know why you were giving me the volumes after you read them, and then you just stopped. I just stopped. And I, then I, we, I just forgot about it. I think I ran out of money at the time, and I just wasn't buying more. <laughs> right. and, and I think I picked up. I think what happened too is I think I started reading Kenshin, and then I just I needed to blow, blow through Kenshin, and that's like yeah, twenty eight volumes. Yeah, so yeah. It took a while. Yeah, because God, Monster is so good. It was good, man, and that was a good like slow burn thriller, man. Oh, really slow good. Burn, yeah. Um, but anyway, there's an anime out for that, and I heard it's pretty good. So I gotta, I may just watch the anime and I watched a little bit of it, yeah. Yeah, pick up the manga later. But One of those things. regardless, King of Thorn, final verdict is: do not, don't bother with it. Yeah, it's trash. Go track down the manga if you're interested, but I wouldn't bother seeking this out. I was just out. kind of annoyed with it because, like, the end made no sense. It's like uh, you just squandered like a lot I don't of like cool it. stuff. I just don't. I, I don't. I wouldn't waste my hour and a half on it. It wasn't entertaining enough to waste an hour and a half on. Yep. So we'll save you the trouble. Anyway, that's pretty much it for this week. As usual, have a fantastic coming week, and catch you next time. Peace. Well. That's all for today, everyone. We'd like to thank all of you for tuning into another episode of the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour. Please remember to like and subscribe, and may your entertainment be always, well, entertaining.